Hey everybody, you're listening to the only podcast that believes in the five P's. Proper preparation prevents poor performance. The Combo Wombo Podcast. I'm not Fuck reading off the script. This is great. the Chipmunk. <laughs> With me as always, the Mr. Gippy. Let's go, champ. This What's man happening? woke up, wrote a script, and wanted Chose to just violence. show me up, dude. Just wanted to show There's me no up. There's no script, dude, Hold off the cop. On. Hold on. Back up a little <laughs> bit, dude. Like, physically, back up a little bit. Is this man wearing his own merch? <laughs> the chip yeah. rock, dude. How dare you call me out on this, dude? God <laughs> yeah, damn, dude. I love it. I love it. I need my own merch, dude. <laughs> yeah, bro. We need a, a quick addendum to last week's podcast. That was not a paid advertisement for the Zoa Energy Drink. Uh, they didn't have to give us anybody to tell you it tasted like awful shit, dude. They did it. They didn't have to give us anybody. They should. They should, yeah, dude. <laughs> Listen, Dwayne, The Rock, Joss. If you need a couple honest gentlemen to like test taste your stuff, uh, you know, for not for free, you're gonna have to pay us money. But we'll come in. We'll take because, like, obviously, you should have just paid us for drinking how awful that drink was. Uh, yes. But like, if you wanted to, like, I, I would be willing to do that. I'd fly out and like to wherever your labs are and like test out different flavors for you and be like, listen, as a man, a fat man, I can give you uh, the, labs. What, <laughs> yeah, the labs, dude, that oh, that's, all that stuff comes out in chemical vats, bro. There's none of that's, uh, they're not squeezing oranges, bro, to get that delicious. Oh, good not, God, no, no, they're not cracking open in coconuts, bro. That's like a, a, a chemical flavoring compound that they spin up in a vat, dude. The energy they give you is this back sweat from the rock that they just squeeze off with a squeegee. We, we drank yeah, rock man. sweat, dude. Yeah, dude. It's worth it. I, honestly, it would have probably tasted better if it was rock sweat, dude. Anything. Anything that could have yeah. tasted better. I think we said it last week, last week man. Eating ass would have tasted better than that drink. Yeah, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> but yeah, I, I just wanted to have like a quick addendum. Also, I'm going to throw out some quick uh, drama. Internet oh. drama. Oh, whoa. Uh, All right. All so, right. like, uh, I don't know. I, have, I was, like, trying to contact somebody, and it, like, showed up as a block contact. And that contact was you, Mr. Gimpy. Yeah, Fox. this morning. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah. And so, like, in my head, I'm like, uh, what could I have said to Mr. Gimpy? Uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like... Uh, I tried to like hit you up on the cell phone. You know how normally you're like, what could I have possibly said to upset this person to block me off phone? But I was like in the opposite. I was like, damn, what was it that I said? <laughs> Put it over the edge. Not like what possibly could I have done, but like, oh, which one? What 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 was it? You know? You know, I, I threw dude, out so much wild uh, shenanigans. Dude, like, dude, you are not blocked at all, dude. Did you try to like, uh, call me or, or uh, I just or, sent a text uh, message, bro? I was like, this uh, person has you blocked, bro. I'll send you a screenshot after this. Okay, I just I, assumed I it was like uh, we texted yesterday. <laughs> I know, dude. And so I was like, man, this is. I was like, damn, I could see why he would do that. <laughs> I, I, it I wasn't like if because uh, so my phone's on do not disturb before my alarm comes off. So I wonder if it was on Do Not Disturb, it's like, fuck you. Yeah, it was just like, <laughs> we're blocking out all incoming calls. I thought it just, that. like, muted all of my contacts, though. It didn't. It's I don't know. To, unless, I mean, my kids had my phone, too. Unless they just started blocking people, like, fuck Chipmunk. And they, yeah, yeah, it was just on there. I don't know. It's Whatever. True. I was throwing out the drama. But I'm uh, curious, I was like, though, yeah, I was like if it, someone's blocked, they wouldn't, like, you wouldn't want to tell them they're blocked, right? They, it would just, they, would the message would just it, go into, like, the Into volume. a void. Yeah. I'd almost prefer that they tell you that you're blocked. Like this person wants nothing to do. Like, all right, that's understandable. I get it. But if you see Chip's that pretty conscious sometimes, right? And they're like, "Hey, man, I've texted you, you right?" And they're like, "I never got it." It's like because he blocked me, motherfucker, right? It's, it's yeah. like it starts more drama. I don't. Yeah, I don't need the drama, dude. It's like 
I would understand why like Dwayne the Rock Johnson blocks me, dude. Like if I try to hit him up or whatever, but that's true. Even with that's Mr. True. Gippy, like any of my friends, if they're like, yeah, I'm like, all right, that's fine. <laughs> I'd still even consider him friends. Like that's how. Yeah, uh, yeah they're like, like yeah, fuck me. I don't. Yeah, yeah kind of you an know, asshole. I, I get it. I, I, no, I throw out like random, uh, just uh, trains of thought. You know, you did throw out some controversial statements and, and drop and, and drop some some harsh words yesterday, but uh, yeah, bro, no, I like didn't drop you. <laughs> we finished the last podcast and we're just sitting here hanging out and like we're just like, yeah, it's a pretty great podcast, man. It went really well. And like also, I'm just here. Just flexing, just flexing. <laughs> like, Mr. like, well, you know, we're not recording. I'm like, yeah, bro, you're getting flexed on. You're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I'm flexing on you, dude. Actually, you're like, but you don't have any muscles. And I'm like, yeah, dude, don't worry about it. And I was like, that was fucking mean, too, bro. You didn't have to go there. And you're like, all right, then uh, have a have all a good right. night. I'm, I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> he just like slowly backed away and shut up. And I was like, yeah, I can see why I could get blocked, dude. You throw out somebody just. Do random things. You'd see what hangs, sure. what sticks. For sure. For yeah, sure. man. Must what you been up to, bro? You been know. getting up to anything? Actually, um, uh, we we've spoke about this a few times on the pod. Uh, my favorite like horror movie franchise is The Evil Dead. Yeah, comprises of Evil Dead, Evil Dead Two. Set a Dark new box Dead, set drop. Ash, Ash versus the Evil Dead. Yes, they did have the new box set, um, which I pre-ordered. So, um, I don't, I don't right. think I have it yet. I. I haven't checked my mail in like four days, so you know that's like the problem. Just hanging but, out there, yeah. Well, because the mail keys on my wife's keys and mine, oh. I don't have the mailbox key, so I'm like, yeah. <laughs> one day I'll probably check it after this pod. Actually, now that I mention it, it's there. But yeah, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, that's my favorite franchise, favorite horror franchise. So Bruce Campbell get, yep. making a star appearance and uh, you know into the multiverse with uh, Doctor Strange, dude. Yes, yes, he did. Yes, he did. You're selling uh, so, pizza hitters, dude. Those little pizza I haven't, I haven't balls. Seen it. I haven't seen the movie. Oh, yet, spoilers, so. dude! He's selling spoilers, pizza, pizza balls, hitters. dude. Okay, okay. Um, but uh, yeah, so a new Evil Dead game came out, and um, being a fan of the franchise, I, I typically will play the games as well. Uh, they range from pretty neat Resident Evil cl- or yeah, Resident Evil clone to a just god awful like wave shooter kind of a thing, right? But the, yeah. the game, some games are actually pretty decent, right? So uh, this game kind of takes like the Dead by Daylight formula, which I typically don't like asymmetrical multiplayer games, but this one you're actually, there's actual true combat. Um, The gunplay actually feels really good. There's location-based damage. Uh, There's a lot of evil deadisms that are really good, like uh, playing as the Kendarian demon. Uh, you're in spirit form. And you know, like the famous Sam Raimi camera where it's kind of twisted, it goes super fast at you. That's the camera you use for the spirit. So it, it seems pretty great. And uh, one thing was when the spirit goes past like fences and stuff, it will pull up the fences. So that, that happens in the game, which, you know, feels right, really yeah. evil dead. So um, there's that. The survivors actually so far are pretty fun. Um, you know, the, your goals in the map is to like fi- find key, find like map pieces to find the uh, Necronomicon to put it together or the Kendarian Dagger to rid the world of the dark ones right so they take like the plots of the movies plots of the tv show kind of combine them together in the game so uh yeah um it's actually made by saber interactive who are usually make like movie tie-in games or that shoot for the moon and they look good but they're trash typically they have no staying power like the world war z game i believe they made um for off the top of my head this one's actually it's surprisingly fun and surprisingly well made so far in yeah. my t- 
two days of owning it. So um, I'm going to, I don't know if I'll stream it, right? I don't know if I will stream it, but I'm enjoying it off stream right now. So we'll, we'll, a see, lot of, we'll uh, see what happens. Great smaller studios that do like workman-like uh, licensing deals like that. That's how we got, uh, was it Diablo? Like the guys were making like Atlanta, uh, Atla- Aladdin ports, like Disney games and stuff for like Sega. Uh, they're porting over games, and then they're like, "Hey, man, let's check a, take a look at this game we're working on. It's called Diablo." And you know, that's how we got like a whole. That's how we got Blizzard came to be. So, uh, you know, I never count out like smaller studios that do licensing games. I think like it's a, it's a hard gig. Uh, they usually pays the bills, yeah. uh, and I feel like the bar keeps getting higher as well because like back in the day, like nobody like it was just expected that all these like movie franchise games would be shit. Like if you had like a cartoon or something, you're like, oh, we're gonna put out like this game. You're like, ah, this is gonna be gone. You know, if it has like a what was it like a JLM or like a claim, like those yeah, early, like, yeah, like, like yeah. ooh, this is gonna be rough, dude, on the Nintendo, yeah. bro. Like, there's just certain yeah. like logos and brands where you're just like, I don't think so. Uh, yep. Yeah. yeah, they made home improvement games, you know, like yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, was, it was wild, bro. Home improvement game where you're Tim the Toolman Taylor throwing hammers at things right like giant hammers and stuff do the things the whole game every sega super nintendo games a fever dream but those games were especially so dude because it's like are you taking like live characters and then like you're abstracting into like a platformer for some reason where it's like popular at the time right there'd be a home improvement fps or no there'd be a home improvement moba right now you know (laughs) no i think it would be like a garage or something you know what i'm saying like the mechanic oh, simulator mechanic simulator yeah yeah but you, you know, make like overpowered shit. tools yeah like yeah. Arr, 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 add more power and you like have to grunt uh when your microphone picks it true. up true true be true, something true. like that so yeah I man it's kind of cool that they're uh making evil dead games now like yeah yeah uh, i mean they've been they've been you know they've, they've never not made them but they've been few and far between so yeah and then like a good one's even further be- <laughs> and farther yes. between yes yes i don't yes. know i've always been a semi fan of the evil dead i like watched the first two movies like that was good i never like it never had like that stain power with me where i'm like oh i'm gonna like i tell other people about this little known movie people don't know about where i'm like it's cool and i feel like i don't know maybe it's because of uh where we grew up maybe it's more scene kids but like everybody i knew like grew up was like more into independent movies and stuff so like everybody you know seen like all the the cult classics yeah Uh, so i'm like yeah it to me it was just like something everybody watches uh yeah yeah for me with that movie, man, uh, you know, like I saw The Exorcist uh, one week, because, you know, back in the days of Blockbuster, I remember it very clearly. The first horror movie I ever saw was uh, uh, Friday the 13th or Halloween. It's what I saw them both on like the same like weekend. For me, it was uh, Rosemary's Baby. Okay. Okay. Wow. Seeing that as a kid, that's this game. That movie's pretty like psychological, you know? It's yeah. A lot of, it's terrifying, a lot of, dude. Uh, lot of uh conversation really you know conversation and yeah it's it's more like just uh yeah it's more abstract and like you have to think about like to yeah uh it's crazy demonic imagery but yeah yeah that's that's crazy to see that as a kid i i I was bored to tears by it as a kid but then as as an adult when i watched it was like okay this is good (laughs) no that movie had me enthralled i think maybe that's because like i think that's part and parcel why i'm deep into uh conspiracy theory culture Uh. Yeah, where like yeah. I think that like got me into it. Where I'm like, oh man, this, you know, devil worshiper, this is crazy. And then I'm like, sure, this might be sure. real. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But to me, it's always been a fantastical thing. Like I was explained to our other buddy this morning when we're on the bicycles biking, playing Hearthstone, yep. where uh, I was, he was like telling me like, yeah, man, these guys were talking about conspiracy theories. You would have really liked them. And I'm like, to me, it's uh, an enjoying. It, I look at it as a part of entertainment. Like it's like if you're like deep into the Lord of the Rings, 
Like you don't think that the fucking Shired and shit is real. Like you're like, oh, this is like a fun yeah. character yeah. thing. Like for me, that's like all conspiracy theories where I'm like, oh, this is like a fun, fantastical thing I can like uh, enjoy. Uh, and you know, I'm I'm not so naive to be like, oh, there's no conspiracies real or anything. Like there's definitely like you know people inspired to do things, but like it's mostly mundane, boring shit where they're like they're fixing prices to gouge you like uh, yeah, on like consumer yeah. goods, dude. Like for sure. Uh, you know, it's dumb shit like that. It's nothing like, ah, oh, they're doing all this stuff. It's like, eh, not really. But yeah, yeah man, Rosemary's yeah. Baby uh, shook me up, man. What were you saying? You sure. were the first two you watched yeah, yeah, was uh, yeah. like, Evil like Dead and Thirteenth and Halloween were my were my first, and that's why probably why I love the slash love the slasher genre. Um, but no, no movie. Well, uh, Friday the Thirteenth, uh, Part One, the very end of that movie. That was like my first jump scare. Fucking stuck with oh. me. That was fantastic. But uh, uh, Evil Dead uh, or Exorcist and Evil Dead were movies where they stuck with me when I was going to bed. You know, oh. it's like it's like you're 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 in a room by yourself. It's dark. You know, and you're yeah. like, oh shit. So yeah, and Evil Dead, like the first movie, uh, my sister and I, we rented it so many times, dude. Like we we would just go and get the tape, and my parents would allow us to rent one movie a week. So that that movie like basically was like they're, they're like, you guys have to rent something different. I'm sick of watching it. You know, yeah, like, like we both we both were scared by it, but we both loved it. And that movie actually started my it it ignited my love for the art of film because um, yeah. I thought the makeup effects were were great. And then finding out more and reading more about the movie, finding out how much it was made for, um, how just fucking uh, the entrepreneurial spirit of Sam Raimi, Ted Raimi, Bruce Campbell. All these guys, uh, Robert Tapper, to to go in and and get this done, and then watching Evil Dead Two, finding out they didn't have the rights to Evil Dead One, so they had to remake the first movie at the beginning of Evil Dead Two was absolutely incredible, and I, I thought, wow, this is great. So Never give up like, the master know. copies, dude. Hold yeah, on to them yeah. rights. <laughs> and then, like you know, Hercules and Xena were out. Uh, Te- Sam Raimi made those. Ted Raimi was yeah, Bruce in those, Campbell you know, like, guest appearances. Bruce Campbell was in those. Yeah, they had the spinoff yeah. series with him with the King of the Thieves, dude. Yep, yep, yep. Or whatever no, they, it was. They tried to have the. Sp- he, had, he was supposed to have a sp- He had. It was uh, yeah, a few episodes, dude. I watched. No, them. no, no, They're no. Good. Not that. There was a. It was a different show. It was. Uh, 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 Jack of all trades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was which which wasn't his. Resume, main character Zeta character Zeta character it was a new show because he was kind of in the British. but yeah oh, I watched yeah. it it was fun yeah yeah it was fun it was fun uh but Bruce Campbell's awesome I'm um, not part of the team that feels like Bruce Campbell deserves like a leading role dude I know there's like a, a large uh he, he works for what he's given you know I, yeah, I think he, I, I enjoyed him both. in uh King of Momotet uh where he played like the Elvis Bubba, uh, Bubba Hotep yeah Bubba Hotep hell yeah that was a great movie yeah uh, we used a uh, guy who was a fake Elvis impersonator, but he was actually Elvis, and like he yes. paid somebody uh, an actual Elvis impersonator to like switch places with him because he was sick of being famous. Yes. So he's like, "I'm just going to be like a, a fake Elvis, but I'm actually Elvis." And like, it's a great movie. It's fun, it fantastic. Yeah, yeah. He, he he's his book is called like My Name Is Bruce: The Life of a B Movie Actor or whatever. Um, yeah. Which he's right, you know, but. You know, yeah, I, I think that he works for what what he's given, and I I, I like the guy a lot. He seems like a fun time. Um, it feels like he just was like the wrong generation of uh, movie actors. Like, he's I like, feel like he's like a '40s leading man, isn't he? Right, like a Cary Grant type. I would say he would do better even today now because, like, you see guys who are uh, given more play and allowed to be more of like a goofy leading man, especially uh, with, like all the Marvel movies and stuff that are out. Like, yeah, he would like you. You could 
fit a young Bruce Campbell into like uh you know a Star Lord role easily or something like, oh, like yeah. a Chris yeah. Pratt. You know he like was he, uh, uh for the Spider Man four, uh Sam Raimi was gonna do Mysterio and uh Bruce Campbell was rumored to be Mysterio. Yeah. So I think I, he's too I, lovable I to be that guy, but uh no, 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 Mysterio he, he came off like he was also doing the lovable mis- yeah. take out Mysterio. So Josh, Josh or Jake Gyllenhaal, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Exactly, yeah. Uh, Bruce, uh, you know. He's a B movie actor. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that he would have been. Thing. In, it's yeah, not a bad it's thing. not a disparaging oh, thing. What about uh, Burn Notice? He was uh, Sam Axe. Have you watched Burn Notice? Yeah, yeah Burn's yeah. great in that. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. When you're a spy, <laughs> Burn Notice game would be dope, dude. Like a spy video game. Yeah, yeah. It would It'd be, be almost like a like a GTA mod. Like somebody get on a GTA uh, Five Burn Notice, Burn Notice <laughs> mod, where you just run around doing the spy shit. Right. For sure but yeah I that's what i've been up to man just uh, rumored doing a burn notice movie at some point too there's it's one of those things like they're always in the talks of like oh this technically one already because the fall of sam x was a movie but i think yeah. they even did it as like two episodes like combined but who knows know. man like they had like the veronica mars uh kickstarter movie yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I enjoyed that i enjoyed that a lot i really like the veronica mars series so you're saying like you know the fans if you put your money where your mouth is man get these people to make it to, to make it dude true true but yeah, man. So the controversial thing, uh, I'll, I'll look into that because <laughs> block you. Uh, what I'm it's what still I'm bugging you. Do this uh, livid red free in your head down. <laughs> it is, it is. But yeah, uh, the Evil Dead game. That's what I've what I've been playing. Uh, yeah, man. So so today, um, I do want to talk about some industry news. Uh, Square Enix sold off a good chunk of their Western properties. Yeah, their Western uh, developers. Yeah, the uh, whole studios and the uh, Crystal Dynamics is is gone. Uh, who make uh, Tomb Raider, uh, Deus Ex? They they sold that license off. Um, I think those are the biggest one. Uh, there's something else. They kept Hitman. They actually kept Hitman. That makes sense, is, man. Hitman's been turning a profit. Do they almost made like a service style game and like a yeah? Maybe this is just showing that they're doubling down on services and mobile games. They also um, Legacy of Cain series is, was uh, sold. Yeah, which... it sounded like that was the big murmurs. Was like the people who bought up the that specifically said like they think well, they can do big things with that property. They uh, could because I I miss that series, dude. That series was phenomenal. I thought. But did the young did the young folks give a fuck about Cain Legacy, bro? Like, not yet. Not yet, but they will. I don't know, man. I think it's an action 3D platformer. Like you're going around snatching souls, like uh, your vampire. Like it's yeah, a lot of really good deep lore. Like I would feel like the property would almost be better as a movie, like a horror movie. That'd you know cool. what I'm saying? I'd, I'd yeah, watch a Legacy of Kane horror movie, or like even like a series, like a TV series, especially like horror film. You, like oh, a series would be awesome, dude. Especially if you yeah, follow Kane to Raziel yeah. to it, that. That's so interesting, dude. Yeah, maybe like an fantastic. anime. You give it like a vamp. Uh, what was it? Not, was it Vampire Hunter D? Yeah, Castlevania. <laughs> it was like in the style of uh, Vampire Hunter D. Yeah, Castlevania. Yeah. How they or got Helsing, like their own anime. Right? Helsing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Fit right in there. If we can give them like an anime, like our. Yeah, I, I'd I, be I more think... interested in that instead of a platform, a three D platformer. Personally, truly, yeah, yeah, truly, you could uh, uh, take Kane himself and make a. You could do like a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure kind of a deal with him, right? Because. Yeah. Because you start off playing as as Kane, you start off and you're the good guy, you know. Yeah. At first, then he gets like as the games progress, he's more and more corrupt, dude. It's it's absolutely incredible. Um, if 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 you guys don't know about the Legacy of Kane series, it is 
it has its fans for a reason. It's so underrated, man. I, I feel like sure. you, myself, Professor, and uh, F- Intoxicated Fable are the only ones who know about that series in my own personal life. Uh, my sister as well, because you know, growing up together, she's like, I'm like, play this. She's like, okay, it's awesome. So, but uh, you know, you could definitely spin it off from from Kane to to Raziel, uh, the Soul Reaver franchise, and keep it going, dude. You could you could have ten years. Of shit, yeah. With of episodes, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> series like deep series or like, yeah, even yeah. like games. Yeah, man, there's a lot of uh, potential there. I don't think it's like the big Ted pull though that they're like trying to like hype it up for. Uh, I, I wonder what they paid for because I'm hoping they got it fairly cheap because they've Square Enix hasn't done anything with. It. I'd rather see somebody, you know, make a fumble uh, attempt at trying to make something new and interesting with the IP than it just sitting in a vault for Square Enix to be like, whoa, this is worth. You know, hundreds of millions of fictional bucks, dude. Like, I, I don't yeah. see how companies. Uh, I, I don't understand evaluations, honestly. Like, I, to me, I, I'm kind of like old school, where it's like worth whatever anyone's willing to pay yeah. for it, cash money. Uh, yeah. Whereas, like, they're like, well, theoretically, this is worth a hundred million dollars. It's like, no, it's not worth anything. You're not putting out any product. You're not keeping like the name alive. Like, you're killing like goodwill that does exist because like everybody who would be interested in like a remake or a relaunch is like aged out of like that demographic that core demographic like sure they some of them are going to come back but like like you're not going to reach a new audience doing that like uh so it's it's weird it's weird to me that they'd be like well it's worth this much and you know i guess it is if somebody's willing to pay for it i feel that um well let me touch on why square enix did this first it was to get into the crypto game but but uh, crypto and nft game which is what the fuck are you doing but uh, as far as like the Kane, the Legacy of Kane series, and I'm, I'm definitely surprised they gave up Tomb Raider because that yeah. franchise just prints money. I don't know why you would do that. That that one was weird to me because that I'm one gonna definitely say, cash cow. I'm gonna, or if you want to go deep into a chip conspiracy theory, there was a uh, Square Enix uh, publisher sale on Steam like uh, right before this happened. I want to yes. say like a few months before. There's like a big like. Almost like a clearance thing because I remember on humble bundle is like on every major uh, yeah. store. Yeah. So I'm thinking they pumped it out like on like super sale because like you could pick up like uh, Legacy of Kane for like a dollar. Like I almost bought it like just to give. To, I was like, I'm not sure if the professor has this. So I was like, maybe I should just buy just you know whatever know if you have two copies. Soul too. Yeah, yeah. For sure. And then I was like, ah, I know he's busy. Whatever. Like uh, it's two bucks. I'm sure he already has it if he wanted. Uh, so, but like all the games were like less than five bucks like all these like old things so i'm thinking they just took the sales figures from like those humble bundles uh and like the uh, steam sale and they're like all right what's going on is anybody interested in like these ips and then they're like we burned out like anybody who wanted want the like they just squeezed the last drops of juice out of that uh you know uh, orange uh and then they're like all right this is it this was the bottom of the uh the v-shaped curve or whatever for money sure. we could make off these old sure. ips without, without putting more money more money and, yeah yep okay. and i think after that they're like we're gonna double tap it with this just selling them all off wholesale and making the most amount of money so they're yeah. like they they sold off everybody they're like anybody who would actually want a copy of this already owns a copy of it and now we're just gonna sell it to somebody else and now they're stuck with like a basically a lemon dude do you know who picked up deus ex no, no. Wasn't okay. it like separate too? Like the studio went one way and like the IP went another way. So, oh, really? I think I was, was I it Microsoft. I hope it was Microsoft. Because <laughs> I was what? thinking, 
uh, Square Enix kind of shit the bed with Human Revolution and Human Revolution 2, I think, uh, as far as being a true-feeling Deus Ex game, because there wasn't enough freedom. Yeah. That, uh, you know, I, that, that series has never matched the first game. Um, but I thought, like, someone like Obsidian or Bethesda, if they don't use their shitty Gamebryo engine, um, could do that series justice. So, uh, What's the I, studio that did uh, Fallout? New Vegas? Bethesda. Oh, New Is Vegas Bethesda? Obsidian. Yeah. Obsidian, yeah, give it, <laughs> yeah, give it so up. Exactly. exactly, yeah, right? right? That yeah, just yeah. makes sense, right? <laughs> There's some franchises where you're like, okay, that makes sense. Why wouldn't you yeah. already have this? You know, like it makes sense. You so know, I'm uh, sure they're they're working on their own ideas too. You know, it's like it's one of those things where it's like, oh, I'll take this and make yeah, sure. yeah, make something cool. And it's like we're already making our own cool stuff, dude. We don't need other people's toys, man. Right. We got cool stuff we're doing. Uh, but right. a fan, but like, you know, yeah, yeah. It's like kind of like the dream team if you could combine it. Yeah, yeah, man. DSX. Uh, I didn't. I wasn't a huge fan. I got like hard locked at one place because like I was trying to play like a certain game type mode and I didn't put any points into like uh shooting combat. And then they're like, Oh yeah, now you have to go through like a scripted shooting combat sequence. And I was like, my guy is severely underleveled and underpowered for this. So the only way to get by this is to like, just cheat. So like unlock the rest. Cause like try to like parcel out. So what happened? I so think what you have, cause you could hack into things. You could hack into like the, the uh, robots to shoot for you. Um, I yeah. played through that game as a full like hacker and I know the scenario you're talking about is like when you get caught doing the assassination and you, and you have to escape, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, I think so yeah, there. You, you could have like you could have stealthed it and you can uh like like hack robots in the and the security turrets and just kite people in there and you you, I, I, you may have been like not thinking outside of the box. Yeah. Enough, I was just like there's like like too young and not, you know, <laughs> naive, young and yeah, naive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It yeah, could be, but go on, yeah, because I, I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about, and I was like, you just have I to also, be patient. I don't know, maybe I was in like a middle build too between like stealth and uh hacking, where like it couldn't do either efficiently enough to escape, <laughs> like or like without getting yeah. caught into some gun violence. And I was like, sure, uh, I don't know, it's hard to tell. Like to me, it just kind of like broke the sequence of the way I had been playing, and like I just got frustrated. And I was like, I'm done with this, sure, uh, sure. It's was, it was fun, it was a gorgeous looking game, uh, for the time, yeah, uh it kind of boiled down like a lot of the bigger deus ex ideas into like just nonsense where they're like oh every what's making human is human bro like robots right am i right dude uh so i like gave up on like the illuminati the world order <laughs> like there's so many like other like uh like the corporate conspiracy the corporate uh, conspiracy was what it was yeah, yeah all I, the, I, I yeah really enjoyed that like at that time when that game came out i was really into spy shit so yeah yeah that works out i, was, I like I was at a time where I was watching every single James Bond movie just for All fun. Right. So, like, we had like the VHS. Sean Connery, set, like, dude. Whatever. Yeah, we went from Sean Connery, Roger Moore, Timothy Dalton, uh, uh, Pierce Brosnan at the time. And yeah, it's good shit. Nice. Good shit, dude. Classics, so, dude. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, man. Who's it? We're just talking about the Austin Powers series the other yeah, day, man. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic, dude. Just, yeah. It's wild. Fantastic. But yeah, I don't know, man. A good Deus Ex game. I, I, I don't know what to do because like cyberpunk almost feels like a cyberpunk spiritual was trying to be it yeah it successor be it. yeah but it yeah. and that game kind of sucked like for the most part like it, it told a good story it's a solid like eight hour experience like if you just do the story mode but like if yeah. you go into it expecting anything else like any deeper touching on the philo like philosophical sense of consciousness or like what it means to be human like you're not going to get it like it does everything very surface level there's no like deeper undertones to it and then 
all the multi-path, multi-choice are very like cookie cutter. Once you like start seeing like, oh, this is the sneak path. Oh, this is the hack path. Like once you start noticing like the hard pass, like yeah. you can't unsee it. And it, like it's that yeah. way the entire game through. Like it, it doesn't uh, defer. The first, first DSX, dude, like it was so open and, and they did it so perfectly on the first yeah. go, you know, like it's absolutely incredible because you don't see the sneak path in DSX. You just do it. You just make yeah. that path, you know? I think right now, um, in terms of the stealth genre, which we talked about before, um, and maybe maybe Square Enix sees something in it, uh, the Hitman franchise, dude, they, they're doing stealth the best right now. Yeah. Um, they're doing creativity the best, like like player creativity the best within your, your sandbox. Um, I, I, I'm so curious why they kept Hitman and then got rid of every other Western studio. It's 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 incredible, but yeah, they they did it to get into the NFT and the crypto game. Um, I, I think this is a weird thing that that uh, us in the West don't realize about Japanese publishers is these publishers are not <coughs> excuse me are not just game game studios. Yeah, they do they a lot of stuff. Do a lot of stuff. Uh, Square Square Enix, I believe, has an anime division. I think they actually have like a like a physical presence as well. I think they do some manufacturing i could be wrong on that that might be konami yeah. but uh yeah it's they, like even like, like uh, all these, sony I, where they make yeah. chips and like you know music speakers they like manufacture hardware software uh yep. you know suits for like industry like they do a lot of stuff uh and like it's always like the thing where like oh what do you think is sony gonna lose the console wars like they don't care. That's such a small sliver of their yeah. business, dude. Like it's yep. like, like same with like Microsoft as well. Like these, like the Microsoft does a lot more than just Xbox guys. Like exactly. you may not know this. Exactly. Uh, so the only true like big player that is just a game studio in the Japanese sector is Nintendo. They're the yeah. they're the only ones who put bet the farm on gaming, and they didn't start off as as a game studio. They were they're making uh uh what pinball right or something like that. Yeah, they pinball start with pachinko playing cards, like playing cards. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. and they went yeah. into uh pachinko and like uh other amusements for bars and stuff, and it, yep. it escalated from there. But yeah, man, yeah. deep ties yeah. with the yakuza. What? <laughs> <laughs> just throw that out. Just, just, just conspiracy theories. Conspiracy theories. Yeah, man. Uh, Nintendo is the Yakuza. Uh, right, you heard right, it. Right. Uh, the, the, when Chip's <laughs> comments do not represent the, uh, the, entertainment the, the, the thoughts only. and views of the Combo Wombo, he is on his own. <laughs> yeah, just throw me out on the ledge, bro. I'll walk out there, bro. That's right. That's why you're blocked. Uh. Yeah, that's what, it makes sense, dude. I get it. Hitting <laughs> sure. you up at 3 a.m. Like, just look into this NFT token, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. So what do you think about this, dude? What do you think, like, Square's doing? Do you think they're just diversifying? Do you think that... Yeah, a, it, I've I said it before where NFTs and, like, crypto makes sense from a platform perspective. Like, if you are uh, have a platform to sell stuff as a storefront... Like that's the only place it makes sense if you're owning the transaction chain, because uh, it's, it's basically just a way to do like money transactions, right? If you think about like how there's always processing fees, like if you use like a credit card or like you use an ATM, uh, there's like a bank processing fee or like a credit card processing fee. They usually take like one to two percent. Uh, if you are a digital uh, distributing platform and you also make the product, it makes sense because then you're in control of like every part of that uh, transaction. And then you can also allow people to own a digital copy of the game. Whereas like right now you own the rights to use the game, right? You don't actually own the 
the like if you bought a game you have that game you could like sell it or trade it to somebody else whereas if you buy a digital game like you don't own that game it's like in your digital locker like you can never you know technically so, if you get the terms of service the tos like you're not supposed to sell it trade it give it to like a family member to use or anything but you know people do all this stuff but you're not supposed to in theory and then they can like just shut down your entire account so you never really truly own any individual piece of software sure. uh, so it makes they, sense if you own that distributing platform to give your users a better experience where they can you know sell trade uh do whatever they want with the product i think People kind of look at like these NFTs and shit as like, you know, nonsense because they've mostly been used for nonsense. It's a very novel idea. But if you just think of it more as a, a transactionary thing, a ledger, a digital ledger, then it starts to make more sense. Where it falls apart is like Steam tried like doing cryptocurrency and stuff. And they said like they're getting like up to like 50, yeah, 50% of the transaction, uh, Gabe said, were like just fake. They're like scams. So like imagine like. Fifty percent of your transactions are just bad transactions, dude. Like that's a hard sell. Like, but what makes sense instead of having the cryptocurrency, you have like the crypto product, and so like you have one hundred percent guarantee that the transactions are real because you're usually turning real money into a digital product, which you're already doing. But this is just a better ledger for distributing uh, the product. I, I, I would say this to it. Um, personally, I dislike the idea of NFTs. And things yeah. except for this one this one aspect of it that you own the digital, combo wombo nft digital, <laughs> yeah right digital rights management <clears throat> so you 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 touched on it a little bit but i want to expand um digital games you just own you don't own the game you own the permission to use this game right yeah um if the developer servers go down and you had installed the game and those servers aren't available you do not have that game anymore it's gone uh so with an nft if if every single digital copy of a game was an NFT of let me let me use this phrase because I know the larger scale of how NFTs work isn't exactly like this but stay with me here. If I buy a digital copy of we were just talking about DSX right. If I buy a digital yeah. copy of DSX right now, I have permission to have that game right. If it's I buy yours. a digital copy of the DSX game as an NFT, I own that specific copy. Yeah. which I can resell it <clears throat> on the used market for X amount of dollars. The company that that uh, gave me the NFT gets a chunk of that profit. So yeah. the used the game market publisher. will... Or publisher, yeah, right. The, the used game market, um, the big reason why like the game devs and stuff like digital or like physical or, but hate like the used market is because they can't get a cut of the used sales no taste now, that with, profit dude. with this in the digital mark in the digital side of it they can get a copy or a cut of the used sale right you just have to double dip with that honey you just so so this would satiate the developers wishes to continually to always be able to make profit of these games and but and it'll satisfy the wants of these collectors who or people who are just trying to make a buck or something. If you, if your game is is getting to be rare, you know, or something like that, yeah. in physical, you could have a digital copy that can be cheaper, but you know, uh, higher up because you, they'll you'll own it, you know. So yeah. that's the difference. Um, and we're both I, kind of digital hoarders too. I feel like we have you know, hundred hundred plus games on our like Steam library. Imagine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, hundred thousand. Yeah, easily. But yeah, I probably have close to that too. Uh, but like, yeah, imagine if we could just go through and like just like start cleaning out like some of the stuff we're just never gonna play again. You know, we're like, all right, this was fun, but I'm done with it. Like, maybe I can give joy to somebody else. Like, 
yeah. like a, a digital cleaning, uh, cleansing of our locker. Uh, that'd be nice. Uh, it makes sense. I don't think corporations are going to use it that way, though, unfortunately. I think no. it's more going to be to lock down more control over their products and stuff. But uh, in in a like again, like that's the ideal world. Like you're like, what what might they be thinking for Square Enix? I think they're thinking of it more as a cash grab. They're thinking of it more of like the gotcha market with the mobile game market. Like where they're like, oh, we can you know now it's an NFT that you pull from like uh, this uh, you know digital slot machine that has Final Fantasy characters and all your other Square Enix favorite characters that we have. Uh, and like you can pay us like three hundred dollars, and oh, you could maybe resell it somewhere in like on our marketplace, and you know. So I think that's what they're really going for. They're they're thinking like a gotcha pull game where you can sell JPEGs to each other for like a profit, and then they they just sit back as the middleman and, and collect it. But ideally, as a distributing ledger, that's the high level. I think the only people really thinking about that right is like Steam, and like they're only thinking of it as like a one way transaction with cryptocurrency. They're not thinking about like. A, a digital product because they don't actually own the games that they're distributing on their platform. Yes. Uh, yes you're going to have to wait for yeah. somebody like Microsoft or, uh, you know, Konami or you know, a, a publisher, distributor. Uh, who else got one? Uh, who does Dragon Age? Is that uh, they're Square gone Enix. now? Yeah. Square Enix. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Square Enix. Like they have like their. Oh, no. Platform. Dragon Age. I'm sorry. I thought yeah, you yeah. Dragon Quest. Dragon Age is no. EA now. So Bioware. Yeah. yeah. Bioware. They had like their uh, electronic arts. Uh, launcher uh, which, on, is go- which is going away uh, yeah which is origin that's gone uh it's kind of shit dude, but i had a uh, that game commander well, have ea play so it's like origin now but yeah it's called ea play what's, like, what's the old game with the with the lion? yeah no 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 with the lion generals in space uh mark hamill's in it it's fmv oh wing commander yeah wing commander i was like flight commander wing commander <laughs> dude i have my wing yeah. commander on origin and that's it <laughs> this is the only time I booted it up is like, man, I could really play some uh, Wing Commander right now. That sounds fun, dude. I uh, play that with my flight, flight stick real yeah. quick. That yeah, dude. It's, it's a game. Damn. Wing uh, Commander's great. <laughs> reboot yeah, that, dude. <laughs> Hashtag reboot Wing Commander, dude. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it feels like, is there any good FMV space games that are coming out? I feel like that's like something an indie person would make. There was the one that was kind of like a tech demo with like the voice for VR yeah. with the lady. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And everyone's just pissed because, like, they're like, "This is basically a tech demo." I was looking at like all the reviews, bombed on it. Yeah. Uh, and then the the game was on sale for like six bucks. It's like maybe I should pick this up. Uh, and I was like, "Well, let me see what the uh, developer is doing." And I went to his YouTube channel, and like he was like doing let's plays and stuff of like different games. Like it seemed like he was not making games anymore. He was just chilling. Like he yeah. tried, man. I appreciate it. For sure, for sure. That's one of the things with being an indie dev, dude. Like a lot of times you'll see indie devs playing games you know yeah. like like if even if you release one if it's if you're not like big into it if you're not making trying to make it a full career if it's like a hobby um you know that's something it, like i think that the consumer doesn't get you know yeah. it's like yes we released this game on an x platform yes we released updates for it but uh sometimes you're just trying to play something man and you yeah, want to just live your life with the world have, you know, have so. some enjoyment so, yeah, Actually, I find that more refreshing because uh, sometimes I feel like like the AAA game developers don't play their own game, you know, <laughs> yeah, dude. Or, or they don't play like the game or, or a game that inspired their game or something like that. I, I like I love it when some of the big guys will 
play something or mention something else going this is a great game and they, and they don't don't mention cursory things you know or surface level things they mention something like deep into the game or whatever you know they played it uh i believe like undertale is one of those things where i heard uh actually one of the people from bioware they were talking on a trade show they're like and undertale was my favorite game of the year and then they did they did such a like in-depth dive of it you could tell they, they were gushing about it and they absolutely loved the game um and they were trying to promote uh what was it? I, I, it wasn't Mass Effect. I can't remember what. It was probably Anthem that they were promoting, and then they're all yeah. like, like no, I've been playing Undertale. That game is fucking amazing. It was like, yeah, kudos. Dude. Kudos, because Undertale is fucking amazing. <laughs> Did we so. talk about Sly Cooper, dude? I mean, that's not a Square Enix property or anything. No, but like, but, just uh, like as a game, kind of tangentially, like the third game in that, it just felt like they hadn't played like any of the previous games in the series. Like, it just kind of like uh, jumped the shark by the third game. Uh, team yeah and then like the guy gets lost in egypt at the end like it was weird but it felt like that literally killed the franchise it was like the developers not playing or understanding like the previous games are like what inspired it uh and they're like yeah what's those on like expanded a lot to uh they were trying to i believe make a tv series um, yeah they're like now so i think right? the characters and stuff um no not not yet not like, at that they're time they're the, like we're gonna make a cartoon or something they're one of the properties that 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 good writing at for um a kid's movie which i think would actually be great i'd, I'd watch a sly cooper movie you know yeah i think i heard murmurs of the rights to it going to the people who made the cgi movies for sony like one of the games or something so i was like oh, it's actually cool. sony sony entertainment's doing it they own the rights they, yeah. Uh, it's, it's yeah, sony, they own it. uh uh like the like studio that division, made but they have a movie thing yeah they, they, yeah actual studio made uh sly cooper's gone they they you know, they're on other stuff they're no longer working with studio like they don't own sly cooper stop asking them to make sly cooper on twitter or whatever dude like they don't I, own the rights to it i thought they did i thought they're still a part they're, they're part of sony they're still part of sony no, I think they got bought out, bro. I'm just going to throw that out to, there. I have to fact check this, dude. I, All I right. Have to gonna, the pot of fat, oh, yeah. We're going to pause this, that to the fact yeah, check Sly Cooper facts, to, dude. Yeah, this dude, is I madness. Have to, dude. I this, have to. Just take my word for it, bro. It's real. <laughs> Source, trust me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I've played enough of, is, those, of those games to. Uh, there's a new game coming out, dude. It was a, oh wait, no, there's not. It's fake, dude. They always announce like a fake new game, dude. They've been announcing a new Sly Cooper game on the internet for like the last five okay, years. They were going to make Sly Cooper Thieves in Time. Sucker Punch is still around. Uh Sanzuru Games was going to make uh the Sly Cooper they made the Sly collection. They they okay. did the compilation. Uh who all they also did uh, uh the Spyro compilation too. Um and yeah, Sony Sony still owns Sony owns Sly Cooper. Uh Sucker Punch has first rights to make a game. And they're oh. they're, they're still around. They made Infamous. And uh let's see. They made something really big recently. Ghost of Ghost of Tsushima. That's what they made. Yeah, dude. That, that was their most recent one. And they had they had a Sly Cooper reference in Ghosts, dude. Yeah, <laughs> they Sly Cooper still. They they love it, man. They know they know where their bread was buttered. <laughs> right, bro. They don't, yeah, they don't yeah. Just don't, like it. don't slander don't sucker punch like that, dude. <laughs> I'm throwing it out there. They want nothing to do with Sly Cooper anymore. They're just throwing out references. <laughs> I'm just putting that out as facts, bro. Trust me. Uh, yeah, yeah. It seems like they're doing a complete like different direction with that entire franchise, though. Like with like animation, more of a children's game. And some people say that's kind of why the franchise died in the first place. Cause like 
basically games had moved on to a more mature audience at that point where people are playing more Call of Duty and stuff. And they're like, uh, they looked at like Sly Cooper is like, oh, that's what my little brother plays. And this was like 12 year olds. You know what I'm <laughs> the game had like eight out of tens, though. It was reviewed very well. Yeah. Yeah. It reviewed well. It played well, but like it just didn't grab an audience because it was just people were kind of disparaging it as like a little kid's game, even though it's just a fun game. Like, I don't I know. Think there's you nothing are disparaging it as a little kid's game. No, it's sold no. incredibly well. No, no. The third game? Chip Math, dude. Chip Math. That's what I'm calling it right nah. now, dude. Dude, Chip Math. That game was weird because it came with 3D glasses. Uh, yeah, in, like, the, in the manual. You had to yeah. buy it new, dude. Yeah, dude. Dude, I just. Uh, should be like the raccoonist. Get the <laughs> you, you, I think I think you're discounting how well Sly Cooper did, dude. <laughs> I think it's like their tenth anniversary one? this year or something, right? I think that's this year. Might be more than that because I think it came out in 05 or something like that. Maybe so, it's twenty years. Was it twenty years old? Dude? Close to their twenty. Yeah. Uh, let's see when the first game came out. Let's get a, a raccoonist uh, anniversary shout out, dude. That game came out in 2002. So yeah, yeah boo, 20, 20 anniversary this year, yeah. Maybe they'll do something uh to remember the sly coon, dude. Let's let's uh <laughs> uh, I think that was a slip of the tongue, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, bro. Yeah, no, 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 it was it was about trying to No, that's uh put put it out there. Maybe I'll get a little uh, God animation. Damn it, shit. <laughs> this is why I'm blocked, dude. This is why this man's blocked. I, I just... Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, so, so, I don't know how we got on Sly Cooper. Did you just bring it up randomly? No, we're talking about like uh, developers not today. understanding like the, the franchises they're working on. Oh, okay. And like okay. the third game just like took like such a weird uh, take on the entire franchise where it felt like they really, you know, hadn't thought like you said like i think, I think they did because the first game you were, you were just uh uh sly cooper the next game you, you uh you were the other two uh team members so i can't remember on top of my head right now and then the third game you're the entire band of thieves uh through uh, time doing, doing things so i mean like yeah, it's it, it, different it, raccoons through time it, like it was definitely one. like like a gradual build yeah i, I feel it just left I, off I like that a natural uh, progression i thought that the like lack of true sly focus like made me kind of bored of it you know because I, yeah. I i i like just the pure like stealth of sly cooper but i thought the game i don't know it was like the turtles uh girlfriend whatever her name was like betrayed the turtle dude like out of nowhere she's just like i'm now evil dude and like <laughs> she's just like straight up became evil out of nowhere like uh sly's uh fox girlfriend the french police officer lady she uh-huh. like just betrayed him out of nowhere uh, he got left in Egypt out of nowhere, dude. It it just felt like they left a lot of cliffhangers, a lot of unanswered questions. Like again, like they're probably setting it up for a cartoon series or a movie, right? Where it's like yeah. all this will be explained, you know, uh, in the background later on, or if there's another game, you'll figure it out then. But it, okay, it just left so, too much to it. Okay, so about the slime movie. Uh, okay, so Uncharted did very well. Yeah, uh, sl- very well. Sly Cooper, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was one of the biggest movies of the year last year, actually. Um, but Sly Cooper is after uh, rumored to be after the Twisted Metal series. So Twisted Metal is getting a TV series uh, starring Anthony Mackie, which 
he's not gonna play Sweet Tooth, right? Is he? He has to, like like in terms of like is he gonna be Outlaw? Because Outlaw canonically wins the the tournament. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm, you do I'm like curious, a Mad but... Max Fury Road style thing. You start with Outlaw and introduce all the other. Right. Right. Like. It'd be. I'd never. I could. I don't think I could see Anthony Mackie as a bad guy, you know, or antihero type or whatever. I think Sweet Tooth. Yeah. He's a. Def, def, I think everybody in that uh, game was evil, right? There's not like a. Yeah, yeah. There's no. There's real, no heroes. He could, oh, it'd be dope if, if he was Mister Grim. You know, just riding a motorcycle, throwing skulls at hey. people, killing them. That'd be. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, but at that point, you're just Ghost Rider without the flames, right? <laughs> so this is this a TV show they're trying to do with Twisted Metal? Yeah, they're doing a TV show with Twisted Metal. Yeah. The hell? So All right. Death race, I guess, or yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Mad Max. But, but yeah, so so uh, yeah. But getting back to the point, uh, Uncharted did very well uh, for Sony. Uh, the Ratchet and Clank movie did okay, but they they clearly didn't have a it grasp. Got, got of critically what made panned, Ratchet. right? Yes, they didn't have a grasp of what made Ratchet and Clank Ratchet and Clank, and, and it was clear as day. But Uncharted, um, you know, say what you will about it be like how good of a movie it was but i think it, they grasped what made those games fun like in story wise right i finally watched um, sonic 2 before i was talking about i haven't watched it yet i haven't watched it yet what you haven't watched how it's dude still, it's still in theaters dude I, I, pandemic plus kids it's like yeah that's fair yeah yeah i, I haven't even seen dr strange 2 yet dude like uh, that's the right. one i'm gonna see before anything so We'll see, but uh, yeah so sly cooper is on the child is, is on the board it's sly, sly cooper is like next up um, which it's already like tailor made for a uh, kids movie, you know. I, th- I think they could do well. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see what. I'll what say this for people in the podcast and you, uh, Sonic Two. If you're gonna watch it, I'd say watch one right before you watch two because they just kind of like go flow right into each other. It's like it almost picks up right where the uh, yeah, and it's good. It, it all flowed really well. That was it was good. It just lacked the little whatever for greatness, but it was really good. Like um, they, this, it suffered from this movie was setting up for another third movie already, type of oh, thing, okay. you know? Okay, sequelitis. <laughs> yeah, it. It a sequel problem. Uh, I figured it, it wasn't would, like a I'm cliff. Okay it's not like a cliffhanger, but like they just kind of like set up like a bunch of threads where they're like, yeah, "This is to be continued, bitch. Deal with it." Uh, okay. And like I said, it flows so nicely from the first one to the second one. I'm like, "Yeah, I'm all right with it." The fr- the Sonic movies have from day one been pegged to be a three movie series. All right, this could be so. like a seven eight movie series, dude. Like, I think it's that good. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah, yeah it, like everything. Theory. Everything was solid. Like they didn't like fumble anything. Like, uh, writing was solid. The uh, plot was interesting enough. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. Jim Carrey was amazing in it. Of as course always. he was. Yeah. Of course he was. Yeah, yeah, dude's fantastic. Yeah, dude. Okay, okay. Let's go. Let's go. Cool. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll definitely see it if when Susan comes on the stream. Like my kids really want to see it too, and my kids are at an age where they will sit and watch a movie, but I could not take them to a movie theater. Yeah, you know, there's no. You way don't want to be that guy. You're not, not that guy. guy. <laughs> Bringing no, screaming no. children there's to a, a movie fucking theater. Kid, like going back to Evil Dead, right? Uh, when the Evil Dead reboot came out in 2013, I want to say, um, I saw that in theaters uh, first weekend, and. Yeah. Uh, it was myself, my now wife, uh, my two brother-in-laws, um, and uh, my wife's, let me think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So where we were sitting, like, below us, like, we were, we were you know how movie theaters are like, there's the middle row, then there's the upper deck, and then there's the lower deck with the lower seats or whatever closer to the screen. So we were, like, like fr- front row of the upper deck, right? So we were, like, basically yep. smack dab in the middle. 
uh, in the front row, bottom left corner, dude, there was, I kid you not, like a six-year-old kid watching the <laughs> fucking Evil Dead. Like, what are you doing as a parent, dude? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, feel like we lo- I feel like we lost a lot of that grit uh, in this as country, dude. Yeah, as a society, dude. Yeah, like, as a society, bring your kids dude. to these horrible, horrible yeah, movies. Yeah, bring your kids to, like, watch Die Hard or something, dude. Like, watch RoboCop, bro. Like, this movie's brutal. And, like, people are like, well, bro, bring our kids to this. And, like, how did that oh, series RoboCop become a children's... Got, RoboCop got rebooted to a PG-13 movie. Yeah, dude. Like, this thing used to be yeah. a hard R, dude. And then they're like, oh, we want to sell toys, though. And, like, but you watch that first movie, people are getting squibbed out of their minds. Like, just yeah. fake blood packs popping off everywhere, dude. Fucking Nuts. the uh, vat, chemical vat the, that the yeah, dude's, dude. like, melting and gets hit by the car and just explodes. Yeah, that movie's fucked up, dude. Look at, like, yeah, uh, Batman, dude, with, like, a, a Joker the getting his penguin. face melted off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say penguin die. His penguin's death scene, or he's coughing up that black shit. Like, what is happening? I mean, that happened with the second Batman movie or the first one, where the like, parents and kids like protest. That's, that's, that's the second one. That's the second one. Yeah, they're like, this uh, movie's too toys. hardcore. Yeah, yeah. You're putting the McDonald's toys meals. The, think of the yeah, children. The big thing was like it was screened, and you know, Catwoman gets thrown out of the window by Christopher Walken. Uh, yeah. to, to her death, to her supposed death, but the cat saver. Uh, yeah, that was like a big thing. They're like, they're like in the first ten minutes of this of this movie, this man throws a woman out of the window to her to her <laughs> presumed death. Like, yeah, well, I'm not get, taking my kid to this. And then uh, a kid came out. And he's like, that movie really scared me. I didn't like it. But you could tell his mom was just fucking feeding him lines. Like, fuck you batman returns was great <laughs> yeah, dick, kid. i'm gonna go back to fucking 1989 or 1990 whenever batman returns came out and tell that kid to eat a dick <laughs> yeah change the whole course of human I, history. I, at that point i was like one you know like zero like i was just born or i was one whenever batman returns came out negative and, dude just yeah, a twinkle dude. in the eye dude <laughs> and uh just yeah exactly but I mean, yeah, I, man. I, I wish watched Batman Returns on TV as a as a kid. You know, I don't think we. So were these it, children crying in the theater, but, dude, with their no, Evil no. Dead movie? Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you, thank you. And I'm like, the fuck is happening? You know, so <laughs> I forget my my whole point, but uh, just don't yeah, bring your kids to the theater. Like, You're ruining it for everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so my, yeah, that's right. My kids cannot go to the theater, even if it's a movie right. they like. Like if it's a kids movie, I'm like, I'm like, I I like movies too much to take my kids to the movie theater. <laughs> to ruin it for other people. <laughs> to ruin, no, 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 to ruin it for me because oh, I, I couldn't pay attention mean, to deal with them. Nothing's worse than a kid in the movie theater unless it's your own kid. Is that the the ultimate? box of uh no no you I used stop to, right there. nothing's worse than a kid in a movie theater yeah this is yeah all right fair yeah, yeah i yeah. used if, to if go to still sure <laughs> used to be uh i used to go to the movies solo bro by myself i'd just yeah. be like hey man it's the middle of the weekend middle of the day everybody's busy or at work or something but i have like weird weekends off i'm gonna go see some movies dude so i'd be like going to the movie you know 10 11 the first showing uh i used to do that up until like uh I go to this movie. I forget which one, dude. It was so long ago now. Uh, and like, it's, you know, first showing 10 o'clock. I'm the only dude in there. I'm like, all right, great. I have like my little popcorns and snacks and then yep. get the, you know, good seats, you know, whole movie theater myself. Uh, right as the movie, like pre start going, another dude just shows up. Just another dude rocking it solo. Middle of the day comes up and just comes in, walks up. It just sits right next to me. <laughs> like, I'm like, we're in an empty theater. And like, you just sit right next to me. Like, after that, I was like, I'm done. I'm not going to the That's theater. The I was like, this guy's a weirdo. Oh. <laughs> I was like, 
<laughs> I'm like, I'm done with the theater. In the so to the wrap this up, uh, that moment Chip decided not to go back to that movie theater. The man put his hand on his thigh and asked for some popcorn. <laughs> yeah, he's like, hey, I'm going to get some of that popcorn, bro. I'm like, yeah, all right. Yeah, we, we dated for like 10 years after that. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Oh, it's magical. Oh, man. But yeah, dude, I think that's on that note, I think that's our time. Uh, all right, y'all. So, so uh, yeah, any final thoughts on uh, the Square Enix acquisition? Or... I think, you know, trying to make a quick buck on NFTs and like trying to make an even quicker buck on selling off like some of your beloved franchises after like milking them dries. Uh, It'll, it'll work. I mean, especially like quarterly thinking. I, I think that's what most businesses do now. They just think quarterly. They don't think long-term. Uh, I think, you know, everybody had like a downturn year, like the last couple of years. Uh, last two years, yeah. Yeah, and like, so it's easy to like see where you're at and be like, oh yeah, we still need like two, three years of development for anything like the Western studios are working on. Let's just offload it. Like, because we're just going to be counting those as losses. Let's just count as a big win. Yeah. Uh, very short-term thinking. Uh, you don't you don't sell the golden goose that lays the golden eggs, man. You're like we're keeping the golden eggs, have the goose. <laughs> yeah. So I I don't know. I, I think again, like their NFT thinking also seems to be very very short term. I don't think they're they're worried about a digital ledger and like building a, a better distribution platform. It's I think they're just ch- selling JPEGs at the end of the day. Yeah, uh, but you know who knows who knows like what they're actually thinking behind the scenes. But like just speculation from the outside looking in, that's what it seems like. It doesn't seem it seems strategic short-term for financial gain seems very poor strategic long-term planning for building out like a, a good suit of, of video games. I think, um, I, I think you hit the nail uh, right there saying it's strategic short-term. Uh, I, I think also that um, it's, it's weird because Japanese developers are, you know, famously pretty xenophobic uh, yeah. fighting game community uh being a big example that uh for the longest time japanese devs would not use rollback because it was not made by a japanese by a japanese company uh so yeah. i think it was arc system works who were the first ones who just jumped in and said all right we're doing it oh no no it wasn't it wasn't them it was someone else uh capcom made their own which shit the bed uh they actually licensed it for street fighter third strike and i believe marvel versus capcom 2 maybe not it's, it's been a while um but third strike for sure had roll had true rollback with ggpo yeah. the netco was um, oh street, Fight, street fighter 2 uh, uh the, the remake hd remake um used rollback so i think that was the first game and i think capcom was the ones who did it you know who did license the ggpo um, framework so you know they they finally got their head out of their ass and uh a lot of these devs are, are using it now but they could have been using it 10 years ago you know yeah. like that's the that's the crux of the issue and i think that uh like rpgs were at a point where western rpgs were outselling jrpgs and that was JRPGs- one of the reasons why they bridged the gap uh with square enix they're like hey man you guys want to take a crack at like making some uh, Western RPGs for us? Yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. And, like, yeah, and like yeah, the, all those like Seaman Revolution from it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and like w- there's a lot of horror stories as well. Like if you go back and like look at the archives of 
like the Western developers trying to work with like the Japanese developers where they would send over a team uh, yeah, from Japan to be like, it's too hard. Yeah. yeah. Like we're just going to overwatch. There's like a translation. There's like different managerial styles. There's different like uh, work styles. So I'm hoping that overall, this is a, uh, just wins all across the board for everybody. Like I think, I think having these franchises come back and potentially make new games yeah. in the end is a good thing. We'll see what the new publisher wants, what the new, what if their new devs handling it wants. Um, but or like even know. just like if they wanted to do like entertainment franchises, like I wouldn't mind like a Deus Ex like TV show or like you know uh, I kind of would. <laughs> <laughs> a leg- so legacy, uh, you know Netflix uh, anime, yeah. dude. Like yeah. I don't know. I think there's a lot you could do with it outside of. Uh, just the video game space. I'm I'm excited as well. Like like you said, like what these developers will do now that the the chains are kind of cut loose and they have to like try and go for a big Tedpool. I'm yep. hoping they're not like short term thinking like we talked about last podcast of like betting the farm on like oh this square like uh, yeah. this new legacy game needs to hit big or we're closing down the studio. I don't want to yep. see any of that. Have modest uh, expectations. If you get great results, great. If not, yep. you get your modest results. Make another one. Yeah, you know, you know like, test the water before. You know, like before, the, not ever, like game franchises. Like I'll even use like the Legacy of Kane series as an example. It was never like this AAA banger of a release that everyone in the world played and that no one could s- stop talking about. Right? It was the Living Dead of video games. Dude. It was the yeah, Bruce like, Campbell. Like it, had, <laughs> it had a very, a very like niche audience from the beginning and just a rabid niche audience you know like like yeah. you don't have to shoot guys you don't have to shoot for the widest demographic of all time everyone wants to make a billion dollars dude i'm yeah. you, i'm okay like a million's okay you know a like if, million. You, if, you, if, if you if the studio like working is like the main thing like in the game industry if you are working and you are making money making video games you are doing you're doing the damn thing just leave it at that you don't need you don't need to make the next fucking greatest selling game of all time if that's your goal go for it but you're gonna it's you're gonna lose some soul along the way, dude. That's all it is. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for a new, new, new game of all of these franchises that got, you know, got uh, sold. So we'll we'll see. We'll yeah. see. The Renaissance is coming, gentlemen. Yes, and yes, ladies. sir. Yes, sir. All right, guys. So that is the podcast. I am Mr. Gimpy. It's Chipped Monk. Chip Monk. And we'll see you guys next week. Uh, like, share, subscribe. We're out of here. Peace.